This is Five on Three. Center ice for all things Islanders, Rangers, and all news across the NHL on WFUV Sports. Welcome back to Five on Three, WFUV's best, if only, hockey podcast. Today, it's just the Island Boys. No, not that one. Um, It's just myself and Michael Matuch, your New York Islanders beat reporters for the 2023-2024 NHL season. This is not just an Islanders podcast, though, as much as both of us would like it to be. We are a wellspring of puck knowledge, and we have another breathtakingly original segment at the end of this where we will discuss the all-star pick that have been unveiled and state our case for the three skaters and one goaltender from each division who deserves a ticket to Toronto. And oh yeah, Bedard also got his stuff rocked. So we're going to talk about that. We got a lot to cover today. So Michael, I'm going to ask you to describe how you're doing today in the form of an NHL team. Give me a team and give me why. You know what? Uh, I just got done tuning into the Sabres game that just wrapped mm. up. We've The Sabres are terrible. Um, not, no other way to put it, but day's been going well. I got my buddy over here, Kareem in the background. He's just hanging out. You could say hi to him. And then, hello, and, um, and so we're just having a time I'm trying to roll in. I'm keeping in the headspace, but you know, we're fighting for it. We're fighting for this new year. So uh, how, how, what team would you correlate yourself in? Oh, dude, I have had a fantastic couple of days. Dude, we're gonna get into this. I'm a Winnipeg mm-hmm. Jet at the moment. I'm oh, I'm feeling nine oh and two right now. Uh, we're we're having a good new year to start. Uh, but l- let's talk about a team that has just been solid throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of this year, and that's the New York Rangers. Uh, Sam Montembeau tonight. This game just ended in a shootout. Uh, Matuch uh told me that my uh my stream was behind, a little behind, and I didn't that. see uh Cole Caulfield absolutely bury the shootout winner. But yeah, Sam Montembeau puts on a clinic as the New York Rangers, despite throwing 49 shots on goal, fall short in the shootout by a score of 4-3 to three to the Habs. I don't think Quick was poor in any sense of the word. His save percentage did sit over 900. But I think if you're a Rangers fan, you just sort of throw your hands up in the air and say, well, we tried. I don't know. What would you make of this game? No, I sort of had that same idea because the Rangers, while they went down early, they were fighting. They were scrapping the entire time. I'd be a liar if I said they didn't have chances late where they could have really won the game. They had a good backhand where I think it was Panarin missed it, but they had they had chances late where it just sort of like it wasn't their night. I mean, the hard fought game that we just seen from the Rangers time in and time out. But I mean, and I wouldn't I, I be. Think- if I yeah, go ahead. And as a non Rangers fan, mostly Rangers hater. If I was a Rangers fan watching that game, I wouldn't be too mad. That's that's my mentality no. trying to get into the, sh- the shoes of a Ranger fan. Absolutely, and you, you know what? Th- this is like this is what the Rangers team does. I mean, they're sitting at twenty six ten and two. Something's clearly going right, and that's because they pick up points on the night where like they aren't playing their best, mm-hmm. and they've won a lot of games where they're not playing their best. And even in like the OT losses, then I know it's pretty sparse. It's like, man, we weren't playing our best, but uh, there are positives to come out of every single game. And that just comes from, I mean, Panarik and Trocek are a force. And it seems like the the Rangers are one of these teams where if you're picking all-stars, it's kind of a shame that you have to pick one from every team. 
because I could name about two or three players on the Rangers that are better than Boone Jenner is on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. But Boone because, Jenner is automatically an all-star. Oh, definitely. Because just seeing who we'll talk about our picks later, but I mean, it's just impressive to see just the lineup that they made. I mean, Fox was playing well. Everyone, the whole team is really just meshing together. And I mean, if we really see, in my opinion, if we see Igor really take a step up to his previous self and the way he looked in the past, I feel like they're easily, they could easily get to the Stanley Cup and maybe even win it. Absolutely. But I, I do think that that was the expectation last yeah. year as well. Is, and yeah. as as Lou likes to say very often, this team on paper is not better than yes. the team that they had yes. last year. Um, And I completely agree with that sentiment. I, I'd like to credit him on that because that, that's not an original thought that I had. But he's absolutely correct. Correct. I mean, the fact that they're, you know, they added all those pieces at the deadline last year in Tarasenko, Patty Kane, and they're missing those guys now and somehow playing better hockey. It's it's just remarkable what I think a co- I think this was a coaching change that I really agree. that really turned this team around. I mean, just seeing the changes that they've made versus last year to this year, seeing how they've really detracted and seeing how they're sort of still fighting and still on top of the league. Is genuinely impressing, just impressive from a hockey standpoint. Because I mean, without Kane or without Tarasenko, I mean, those are two big blows to, to any team. Both coming uh, as they both left. I mean, it's impressive to see how they're still competitive and putting up some of the best hockey nights that has best hockey games of the season. And I, I think that comes from playing a full 60 minutes. We talk we talk about a lot of the teams that aren't playing a full 60 minutes, and that sort of mm-hmm. can be their downfall. But the Rangers, despite like maybe not starting out too hot or something, they don't ever really seem to collapse, which it, which can be said for this team. Um, another team that sort of has been, I wouldn't say cruising along, but certainly has been playing well despite adversary, ad, adversity is the New York Islanders. They currently just dropped the puck. In Las Vegas, they're taking on the formidable 22, 12, and 5 defending Stanley Cup champions in the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Michael and I are watching this game Mm -hmm. while we record Mm -hmm. this podcast. So if you hear one of us shout uh, because Anders Lee inevitably scores a goal, uh, (laughs) you will hear that in live time. Between the pipes are Ilya Sorokin and Logan Thompson. Thompson has honestly struggled since the beginning of the year. He is 0-2-0 with a 3.59 and an under 900 save percentage in his first two starts. Both of them were at the Fortress, and he has lost three of his last four games against Eastern Conference teams, too. So, I don't know. This feels like one of these nights where the where the Islanders could rack up four to five goals on the road, just like they did uh, against the Coyotes on Thursday. Because they played so well in Arizona. Because from everything I was hearing, it was a full barn full of Isles fans. Everything seemed to go the Isles way. And I'm happy to – I'm really happy to see that they filled up Mullet Arena. All, like, what? 5,000 seats that they have all 5,000 of them uh, were chanting let's go Islanders I mean I the the broadcast talked about it they asked Bo Horvat about it after the game and I mean Bo Horvat isn't the most uh animated guy in the world mm-hmm. but you can you can always tell whenever he posts about the win on Instagram that like the boys were feeling really go. good after that go one on. <laughs> yeah. But I, so yeah I, I think he feels good yeah I'm expecting big things against Vegas today because Vegas hasn't been too great. I think their last 10, they're what, three and seven? They're not, they're not, they're not very good so far off this new year. Uh, mm. Since the since Christmas, they're not doing too well. 
they stunk it. Yeah. They stunk it up pretty good against uh, Seattle in the Winter Classic. That was a great game as a Vegas hater to watch. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we've had an episode since the winter classic. So maybe we can touch on that just a little bit. Um, I have a couple thoughts about this game because I I watched it in full and I watched the pregame shenanigans as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The throwing of the fish I thought was kind of stupid. That was goofy. I thought that was so goofy. That was was so goofy. Um, With that said, I know a lot of, uh, I know even Gretz during, during the intermission was talking about how the ice was slow mm-hmm. and that definitely favors Seattle and the kind of game that they play. I'm not going to excuse Vegas for absolutely putting up that goose egg against the Kraken, but you know, you're in T-Mobile park. Um, you go from T-Mobile arena to T-Mobile. is just not going to work out for you i nick i'm not gonna lie i totally lost you for like 30 seconds and i was really panicking but oh i'm just gonna assume that's okay i'm just gonna assume that you said that vegas was bad because they were i didn't like them at all i mean i was able to tune in just for bits and pieces of the game and as i turned it on in the third period and i'm seeing vegas just put nothing together it was really impressive to see and seeing how they've slipped from this first half of the season so far to now it's kind of not great i mean i'm not worried about them making the, the playoffs is, though i i think they'll yeah. turn it around the thing is that if they're gonna figure things out which i don't really understand what they have to figure out coming off the stanley cup win but seeing them sort of regress in a way makes me happy as an eichel hater but Right. And, and Eichel, Eichel had a bunch of chances in that game. I was talking, I was talking about when I cut out how uh, the ice outside was really slow. Gretzky Mm -hmm. was talking about that. So that does favor the Kraken in that sense. Yeah. Um, But still, yeah, I thought it was tremendous performance from the Kraken. Uh, But uh, the Islanders are now playing the Golden Knights. Uh, Do we have a shot total? So Vegas scored. Ah. Oh, guess who it is? Just no as he's way. talking trash on Jack Eichel. Yeah, let, let's take a look at this goal. So Sorokin puts it behind the net. Riley loses it, gets out to the point. And let's see. Yep, to the half wall. And Eichel just buries it home on the one-timer. That's My just, stream is so that's, incredibly behind. And so that is Vegas hockey for you ah. right there. Uh, so, Dang. despite Dang. all the trash we were talking about, the Vegas Golden Knights, they can still put a good game together. Uh, let's talk about this Coyotes game because mm. they beat them five to one. Uh, it was the third. It was the third game of the four game road trip. They were one one and one for the first three. Uh, New York respectable eight six and four on the road to start the year. Uh, in that game, the Islanders had one goal advantage through two periods. They scored three in the third, which was beautiful to watch. Bo Horvat, that's his fifth goal of the season in the third period, which was his second of the night with three yep. points, I yep. believe. Just an excellent performance. That's five points in five games. Horvat is an expected point per game player. And I don't know, what what would you make of Horvat? What'd you make of the top line? I'm I mean, obviously Bo Horvat, he's just being himself. He's doing his thing. And it's impressive. I I can't I still can't get over how good Noah Dobson is. I he's well, I'm I'm foreshadowing. I'm just I'm I'm not even foreshadowing. I'm just telling you that right now he's on my ballot for the all-star. He's being himself and he's just getting assists after assists after assists. And he had what? He only had, he had a pair, I think. It was, 
I'm impressed by him each game. Every single time I see him on the ice, I'm like, we're chill. That so kid, that kid is inside. special. You, mm-hmm. He does make you feel warm inside. The Islanders are 16th in goals per game, which is right about the middle of the league. But they've been good on the power play. We're 10th overall. Uh, that's a 23.8%. I thought Sorokin was great mm-hmm. uh, last night. Uh, or Sorry, on Thursday, stopping 26 to 27. Uh, I'm a little shocked with the 3.10 goals against average. That's not exactly what you want to see, but you can chalk that up to the Islanders missing Pelic, Pollock, Aho for a lot of the year. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to help them. So for stopping the gaps in what you have, I think this has been Sorokin at what you can expect from him, 9-12 save percentage. I've been happy with how he's playing. I'm very happy. Uh, Nick, a little a little, a little stat. This is a little stat. This is just a little point for you since november 15th the isles have the most points in the eastern conference we, we what november 15th we are 13 4 and 7 uh ne- next behind is the rangers and carolina we have 33 points since november 15th then the rangers with 30 and carolina with 28 right isles are a wagon we're chugging along when did the and no one's calling them no. out for this it's it's because no. paul bizanet just yeah. just hates the islanders so you're never going to talk about them on spit and chicklets unless he's destroying uh not destroying sorry failing to destroy butch goring on twitter mm. uh yeah the islanders dude sneaky wagon sneaky wagon yeah. uh just a little update before we move on to new jersey uh shots are four to one in favor of the islanders but of course that one goal that one shot is on the eichel goal much to uh michael's dismay i do want to do uh one more thing on the islanders though i want to talk about the penalty kill because they have been awful. They're 30th overall in the NHL at a 72.4% clip. But again, can you just chalk that up to missing defensive pieces? I mean, that's a big... Por- I feel like it's a big portion of it, but with Aho and guys returning, I feel like it's something that we should be seeing an improvement from. I mean... Sitting at that's that's a lot lower than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't... I didn't Maybe I didn't do my research well enough before this, but that's not a thing is that's not what you want from a winning team like the islanders are sort of putting together now and i guess it sort of shows to the competitiveness that they have on offense where even though they're letting up goals at an astonishing rate on the power play they're it doesn't matter because they're on five on five play they're still prevailing over their teams they're facing absolutely and uh it was rumored adam pellick would be back for this game in vegas he's not he's still scratched with that said, we'll probably see him in the next game. And he's he's really the big piece that you're looking for on defense. Uh, 2021 All-Star, just so sound defensively. Mm-hmm. And he's really the counterbalance, I think, to Noah Dobson, where Dobson's flashing the offensive zone. Pellick gets those blocks and those takeaways in the defensive zone. A uh, Let's move on to New Jersey, where mm-hmm. the Devils, I believe they just wrapped up a game at the Rock against the Vancouver yes. Canucks in which they fall 6-4, to four, despite having two times the amount of Hughes brothers as the Canucks do. Yeah. That's actually not true. Uh, Jack Hughes was out for the game, so it was a precautionary measure. He will be back next game. But, man, these top players for the Vancouver Canucks, they're just goal machines. I'm looking at Pedersen and Miller, two goals a pop, the best Hughes brother with a bushel of apples that's three on the night. What do you make of the Nucks, and what into some of the issues with the Devils, but I feel like we're going to be saying a lot of the same stuff here, Michael. So, Devils sort of just have these same problems within 
game to game where they're I feel like their goaltending issues are just so glaring at this point. Letting up, I've, I'll I'll give it five goals on the on the tendy just because the six was an empty netter. But that's when you have two Hughes brothers who we game in and game out are exceptional on offense. You can't. It doesn't matter if they put up three because the goalie will let in four. And we're seeing that a decent bit with this with this Devils team, and it's yeah, it's it's good that you uh, brought up the goaltending because they put their faith in Nico Dawes tonight, who seemed like he might just be an option, like like maybe he'd be a surprising savior for the Devils. Uh, he stopped a lot of Canuck chances, I will say. He did mm-hmm. see over forty shots, but five goals in a game isn't going to cut it if you're the Devils searching for a goaltending answer. Because you look at their last couple games, I mean, you beat the Caps and the Blackhawks, who have anemic offenses. I mean, these are some of the worst offenses in the league. But against the good teams, like the Canucks, you got to have a guy who can allow three goals or less on a given night. Yeah, because... Every single time I talk about the Devils, I literally say the same exact thing. It's terrible podcasting, but I mean, it's just bad goaltending every single time. And it, it's shooting this team in the butt week in and week out. I mean, if they're able to fix that, I feel like they'll be in great shape coming down to the playoffs. But I mean, until then, it's going to be uh, they're, they're sore in their back. I mean, it's going to be their, their ache in their side. Yeah, d- despite and that's despite I mean Jesper Bratt and you know their top yeah. line looking fantastic. They're doing their job. They're scoring yeah. four, five, six goals seemingly every night. And against the Canucks, that's pretty good. Who have been very solid defensively. Uh, I do want to talk about their previous game, mm. uh, in which Chicago Blackhawks rookie Connor Bedard departed after he was leveled in the first period. Uh, to uh, what it was? Who, who was it that hit him? Uh, Brendan Smith, I believe, yes. uh, the defenseman for the New Jersey Devils. Man, it, it's a fractured jaw. They're saying six weeks. Bedard will not be showing up in the All Star game. And okay, you you can't penalize him for this because this was a clean, clean oh, totally, hit. I totally. I rewatched this hit about a million times, and what you see is you see Bedard with his uh skating into the zone he's low mm-hmm. you have uh brendan smith who is a big guy brendan smith is big and he that's a clean ice hit he's not you know he's not leaning up to make the hit he's not intentionally going for the head he's just bigger than bedard and after you're dancing through two people to get into the offensive zone and you don't see the third one coming that's hockey dude welcome to the yeah. nhl yeah even though we're about halfway through the season now this is his definitely his welcome to the nhl moment because all throughout his life, he's been the fastest guy in the ice where he could. He in in junior hockey, he could skate through the ice and no one would be able to catch him. And now it's really it's just him seeing like, oh you oh, I can't skate with my head down. Are you serious? It just shows like you're ready, buddy. You're gonna get lit up from time to time. I was happy to see, you know, the the Blackhawks really come to his aid afterwards. Cause I mean, I'm looking at the rap sheet. They had 38 minutes of 38 penalty minutes the entire night. Or yeah, there or uh, if you count them all up, it's a lot. Which I mean, it's totally deserved after what happened, but I mean yeah, yeah Bedard, no. the Bedardi party is over for a while. Put on pause. Put it on pause. Uh I I do like you, you mentioned Nick Felino got into a fight to back up his kid. 
Uh, Felino ends up breaking his finger later in the game, so they're all, they're also missing him. Uh, but yeah, did you see the story about Felino and Bedard? Where no, you know Bedard is too young to drink, so whenever <laughs> the team goes out for drinks, Felino sometimes stays back with him and goes to get Aww. dinner with him. I think that's kind of cute. And honestly, if but and going into like a, a real hockey discussion, Bedard is too young to give the captains. See, yeah. I, I feel like maybe year two, give it to Felino, dude. He's displaying captain like tendencies. I like Nick Felino as the Blackhawks next captain. I've always loved the Felinos. Felino senior, former Saber. I mean, Nick Felino growing up in Buffalo. They're just good guys. Him and Marcus, I mean, the real stand up guys for this team where what's the Blackhawks record now? Not good. Abysmal. Not good. That's what it is. Um, but I mean, all in all, just looking for a real leader to stand up and just sort of mentor Bedard, I could see it being Felino. And I, like you said, give him the C. Or at least give him like an assistant because Bedard's way too young, way too young. I was looking it yeah. up. Do you remember how uh, how young um, McDavid was when he got the goal when he got the C? I want to say like twenty. He was like nineteen. He was nineteen, which is crazy. Dude, I, I, he's he's done a fantastic job as the Oilers captain. Big difference between McDavid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, I just want to... Is, wanna... is there a big difference, though? I think that's the question people are asking. In a year or two, will there really be... We'll a... I mean, out. obviously, their play style is different. McDavid is a speed demon. Yeah. Bedard is a pass and creative machine, but, you know. I mean, as Bedard continues to grow and just get bigger overall, I it's a possibility. Uh, great stop. Great stop. Vegas just had a good opportunity. Happy. All right, happy big stops Vegas. are open. Yeah. Good opportunity. I'm like minutes behind you, but oh, the Islanders scored! Oh, yay! Let's go. Who, um, was, it? who was it? Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Unless if they didn't count it. No, no. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't want to say the Islanders scored, but I did see a puck in the back of the net. So great podcasting we have here. Let's. We will give you some live updates as we get them. We do have an earpiece of someone speaking. In our, no, we don't. Um, it is uh, the Blackhawks are eleven twenty six and two on the year. Just not a good team, and you're missing your best, two, arguably your best two players. So, for the Blackhawks, we'll see you next year. Let's talk about a team we should be looking at this year. Who maybe we were saying see you next year at the beginning of the season. I certainly was. The Winnipeg Jets. They moved into. Uh, I believe well now they're tied for first place, but they moved into first place overall with a three-one win in Anaheim over the Ducks, and they now sit tied with the Rangers after they lost in the shootout to the Habs. They've both played thirty-eight games. The Jets have ele- uh, points in eleven straight games. That's nine zero and two, which is tied for their franchise record. They're st- they're still adding to it, and Winnipeg. 10-7-3 when giving up the game's first goal. They are a team that plays sixty minutes. That's Connor Hellebuck giving up the first yeah. goal of every team. So how about some mental fortitude for the guys? No, genuinely, it just shows the the mental component of this team. Because I, my research going into this was I was looking at what we were expecting from this Jets team and just seeing how they've blown them out of the water. The Athletic had them at an offensive 20th overall. Defensive, they were a little bit better. But at a net rating of 17th in the league, just for like good for like an average team. And to see them really storm out like they have is just genuinely impressive. Seeing like an underdog team that a lot of people wrote off. I honestly wrote them off too. And seeing and them come up again and again and again is really impressive. 
So and so, something that's really impressive about the Jets is it's it's not like they picked up a bunch of new guys who are, you know, all of a sudden dazzling. I, there are some of them. A lot of my very precious former Kings and Alex Iafalo and Gabriel Velarde. I mean, they, they have really become really strong depth pieces for this team. But you're looking at guys who have been here. You're talking Mark Shifley, Josh Morrissey, uh, Nikolai Ehlers, Kyle Connor. These are these are our clinical Winnipeg Jets names. You thought, you know what? Maybe maybe this Jets team is over the hill. You know, they lost uh, they lost Wheeler. Maybe Wheeler wants would wishing was wishing he was a Jet again. Although I think he's pretty happy in New York. Uh, but man, who who thought Shifley would have thirty eight points? Genuinely, actually, is rattling. I would never have imagined that. Not it's seeing the way that this team has competed game in and game out is so impressive. And I know we talked a little bit about how Hellebuyuk is letting up goals early, but I feel like without him, this team is totally different. At least in my opinion, because he's standing at what what is, I'm blowing, I'm blowing it up right now. 288 228 goals against average. I mean, two 921 save percentage. Nasty. Vesna. Vesna. Nasty. 19 wins. Ah, 19 wins out of 28 you... games. Stud. Stud. He's, he's having one of the best, probably the best, one of the best uh, seasons of his career. And, and and do you remember the last like two years where people were calling him washed? Yeah. People were calling him washed I, I, the past two years. I heard rumors he was coming to the Sabres. That's how you know he's washed. So, <laughs> but I mean, oh, I wish he was on the Sabres now, but uh, so no, it's another story, but. But, but would. Oh, no, but, no, would... Uh, uh, my, my phone says Islanders goal. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was it was behind the goal line. I know that. Let yeah, yeah. Let's let's get a replay on this my one. My phone says it was an Islanders goal. I missed it, but we'll get a little. Um, but no, still I... has not shown up for me. But that's okay. We know it's in the back of the net. So one one Islanders Whoa. Golden Knights. Whoa. You saw that, right? That. Yeah. So it's uh, he shoots it. Is that Barzal? I think it's Barzal. Yeah, Barzal. He's shooting it from behind, a crazy angle. He gets it off right. of who's attendee. Yeah, Barzal gets it. Oh, off of Logan Thompson? Yeah, he gets off of Logan Thompson's shoulders. He's leaning over and it bounces in. That's a crazy angle. I'm People really have been doing that a lot more recently. Yeah, that's a... But but not not so much behind the net as sort of like on the goal line and tipping it off the goalie's mask and into the yeah. net and stuff like that. That's great hockey IQ from Barzal right there. Incredible goal right there. Incredible. All right. Incredible. Well, talking about high IQ, I know you have one, Michael, so... I want to know, and you know, before we get into our specific all-star picks, let's talk about the people who were chosen and just sort of the big names here. Um, let's start. Uh, I, I, we can do a division by division, but I, I think let's just talk about the big names. Yeah. Um, Clayton Keller, not a surprise for the Arizona Coyotes. Pasternak, also not a surprise for the Boston Bruins. Elias Lindholm, you got to pick someone from the Calgary Flames. And even Lindholm, I mean, he's having an okay year. Not shocked there at all. Aho for the Hurricanes. Bedard will not be playing. Who do you think is going to be taking over for the Blackhawks? Genuinely, I don't know because this Blackhawks team isn't really to a great standard. I feel like it's going to be just more of a popularity contest to see who people vote in. And then it's just going to be at that point who it is. But I mean... I mean, I, like Kurashev, yeah. maybe. He's 22 points, so... 22 points compared to the rest I, of the I like Philip Kirsch. Great, I, I think he's I mean, a good kid. For a, for a Blackhawk player, it's not bad. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Because th- this is, I think this is the team where the problem that I outlined earlier is is most glaring. 
Mm. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was the NHL selection. Mm. Kale McCarr is having the best year of his career. Genuinely? Genuinely. He has 43 points. Or 45. Yeah, 45 I... points as a defenseman. Un, un, unparalleled. Un, it's incredible. If that's literally the fastest yeah. I've chosen in my all-star vote in a long time. The ding, ding, ding. Not, not even a think. Not even a thinker. But I mean... But this is the problem, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, because... Like, he has the ability. He's not going to miss the All-Star game. But NHL fans have the ability to make him miss the All-Star game. As a little kid, I really enjoyed the idea of seeing a Sabres player in, in the All-Star game. But getting to a point where now it's like every team gets a guy in, seeing these like bottom-tier teams where guys don't deserve to get in and there could be a snub like that is is glaring. It's a bad yeah. look for the NHL. I'm, if you're Batman, what do you want more? Each of the small market teams that are bad to have a guy in the all-star game or to have all of the best players there? Yeah, but think how you would feel if like you were, okay, I, I hate to do this to you, but if Rasmus I'm... Dahlin probably shouldn't be an all-star. Okay, well, Rasmus Dahlin is. does lead defensemen in goals. He is. Oh, does he uh, actually? Yes, I think he does. Okay. Excuse me for that, Rasmus Stalin. You're deserving of being an all-star. Um, okay, I don't, I don't want to use the boat. Okay, let's, let's. We talked about this earlier. Let's talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay, mm. Boone Jenner having a great year as a captain. He's a beloved Blue Jacket. Is he better than yeah. uh, Miko Rantanen? There's a, that's another guy on the Colorado Avalanche who absolutely deserves to be on the all-star team uh, over over guys like Boone Jenner or um, say. I don't know. I, 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 I hmm. like Brady Kachuk, really? Yeah. Like he's having a good year. Travis Konechny, okay. Mm. Tomas Hurdle? Yeah. Uh, Nick, just to prove it to you how good Rasmus Stalin is, uh, they put a score, a little graphic, a little garbage time graphic on the screen, and Rasmus Stalin leads the league in miles skated. That's a little fact for you. Terrible stat, by the way. Me and, me and Kareem, we were talking about this. Terrible stat. At least in my opinion, because it's like miles skated. Yeah, see, I think that just I think that's just the Sabres broadcast just reaching for anything positive about this team. Yeah. But no, but like to your point, like if guys are getting snubbed who like really deserve it, it's just not a good look for the game. And there's a yeah. there, oh, there will be guys like that. There's only 12 guys we could vote in. And, okay. Do do we want to get into this then? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Um, tell me who your first pick is where you're like, this guy should have just automatically been in and tell me why it's Kale McCarr. Uh, Kale McCarr, because he's a, uh, he's nuclear having the best season of, 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 of the defenseman's career. It's impressive to see it's, it's greatness unfolding in front of us. Stud, stud. Nick, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of peeked at your list a little bit. I kind of, I, I kind of know what you because th- I saw in the hockey group chat. I didn't copy. Right. I, I did it only after mine, but we do have a, a few little parallels. I'll shoot mine over to you now. I do have one spot open though, so you have to get the team for it, someone for else. But I'll text mine over to you now. You, you talk about your picks and why. Okay. We're both choosing Noah Dobson and Ilya Sorokin to get in. You, t- sure. you talk about that because I, they're both okay. No, um, we're, not, we're not biased at all, but Ilya Sorokin honestly was a tough pick for me because you have some great goaltenders 
in the Metropolitan Division. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Does Igor Shosturkin, is he having a better year than Ilya Sorokin? I would say no. Okay. Is, has Jonathan Quick, um, yes, he's having a fantastic year, and I love him more than almost any other goaltender in the league. Is he an all-star this year? <laughs> Bordering, probably not, and he's certainly not going to get voted in as the backup Rangers goaltender. Uh, I do like Sergei Bobrovsky um, in the Atlantic. I, I thought he's been great. I'm a big Connor Ingram guy uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. I think he's really flown under the radar as a great starting yes. goaltender that they've yes. just sort of found. Um, but yeah, t- talk about your – oh, and of course, uh, Thatcher Demko in the Pacific. Oh, yeah. I I think he's been remarkable for the Canucks, even though they're a high-scoring team and that's their identity. I thought he's had a really nice comeback from injury in the last year. So, yeah, those are my goaltenders. Something that I – it's not a good pick from me, but I just did being a little goof because I know this is what the NHL wants. I just put in Luke Hughes because I know the NHL is going to want to push this Hughes narrative time and time and again. They're going to rig the vote somehow, in my opinion. They're going to get him in. No, it's like John Scott. Yeah. It's like John yeah. Scott. <laughs> do, you I, me- do you remember that? Or when was that? No. Okay, so this was oh, oh was maybe that, a decade you, ago when – John Scott gets voted in by mm. fans as a, not yeah. as a, well, fan favorite, did not have a good year, but he gets voted in. The NHL says, um, no, you're not allowed to vote in who you want. No fun league. That's, that, I, I, that makes, that re- makes me resent voting because yeah. it, it doesn't actually give the fans the final say when we want to be funny. It's, yeah, Batman, Batman makes me angry. Every single time I see him on the screen, I, um, I don't. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know, go on your Batman rant. I'm no, here. I just don't like him. Uh, who was I on a? I was on one on one with Will, and he said that Batman was the best commissioner in sports, and I lost my mind. I, I, he said that Adam Silver was terrible. I lost my mind on air. It was terrible. I was just like. What are you talking about? He's ruining the game every single time. I don't understand how teams, how people, I, because then he banned pregame warm up jerseys, which I think is a terrible, disgusting move. And now the Devils, Devils have a sick jersey for I think it's Pacific Heritage Night, which is a sick jersey. I don't know if you saw that. I like oh, that. I did, I, I did see that. that. I like that jersey a lot. If I was a Devils fan, I would get that. But oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, never. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, had to get that off my chest. There. No, that that's okay. G- give me a couple other skaters that you like. I mean, just seeing like uh, I I, t- I texted my list to you, but Miko Rantanen is stud. I feel like Jason Roberts. He's doing. He's le- leading the stars game in and game out, and I feel like he. I feel like he should definitely be it. He's another great pick from me. I mean, Barkov's also doing very well down in, with the uh, with the Panthers. I mean, Sasha Barkov's great. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, those are those are my big guys that I have. I had a few little goofs here and there. You, I think I texted it to you, but I have a few little goofs. Okay, but can I um, can I just uh ride on the Canucks for just like a little bit longer? Go ahead. ahead. Let uh, J T Miller and Elias Pettersson. Yes, Thatcher Demko has been having a great year, but without their top six forwards this team would not be anywhere Mm -hmm. near where they are uh these two guys are just right at the top of the league in points they 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 have become uh synonymous with the word scoring all they do is point up put up multiple games per night it's 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 ridiculous the way that the canucks can create space 
with not only their speed, but with, with just smart passing. I really like the way JT Miller has rebounded from last year. Uh, and I, I guess finally, uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just put my other three picks out there. Yeah. William Nylander on the Leafs. I will be the first Leafs hater in, in any conversation. This guy says, oh, it's a contract year. I'm going to show up and put on point streaks like crazy. Leon Dreisaitl is fantastic. And of course, Jesper Bratt is great. Give me one more pick before we wrap up here. Uh Another good pick that I really liked was uh, is uh, oh, uh, Sam Sam Reinhardt's already in. So is Kachuk? Kachuk's not in. Kachuk, I'll throw Stone Kachuk because he's just Matt Kachuk. Yeah, or, yeah, Matt Kachuk's not in. Yeah. He's not in. I'll put. I'll, I'll throw him in. Why not? All right. So that's been our All Star game. Every uh, our, our All Star selections that will be announced on the eleventh. So we'll see if we were right or not. And for Michael Matuch and myself. This has been 5 on 3, a production of WFUV Sports.